Do you use emojis in your marketing? And should you be? Emojis are still sitting on that line between casual and professional. Some people believe they shouldn't use them as doing so will make them look unprofessional to clients and prospects. Others swear by them as the best way to increase engagement. Come with me on this emoji journey to discover whether you should or shouldn't use emojis in your email marketing. Welcome to the Copybean Podcast, the copywriting podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, copywriters, and anyone interested in improving their writing skills to maximize revenues and sell more. I'm your host, Bob Taylor, conversion copywriter and copywriting coach. Today, we'll be looking at the pros and cons of using emojis in your marketing, specifically focusing on email marketing. Let's get started. Okay, so are you for or against using emojis in your marketing? If you said you're against them, give me a few minutes today to change your mind. If you're for them, but don't use them that often, take the information I'm about to give you during this episode and start seeing better results from your email marketing. Let's start by looking at some interesting data. According to Campaign Monitor, using emojis in email subject lines can increase open rates by up to 56%. Now that's a statistic that's difficult to ignore, right? Here's another one. Seven out of 10 millennials like to see emojis used by companies in marketing messages sent to them when being sold to. That's the important part there, when being sold to, 70%. It's the familiar communication style, something that they can relate to and something they prefer. It shows a human side to the brand, to your brand. And as you probably already heard the phrase, people buy from people. So when you become more human, you are more likely to sell. So what makes emojis in email and marketing material more effective than plain text? For a start, not that many people or companies are actually using them. Only 2.5% of all emails sent every day worldwide contain an emoji. So using them will make you stand out in an overcrowded inbox. It draws the reader's attention to your subject line over the other ones that they see. And let's be honest, don't we all have an overcrowded inbox nowadays? So by standing out, it increases your chances of your subscriber paying attention and opening your message, which is the first hurdle you need to jump when it comes to email marketing. But if it's so powerful, Why are only 2.5% of emails sent using them? Now, that is a great question. There are a plethora of potential reasons, but I believe that as they are pretty new to marketing, most people are just too scared to use them. They're fearful that doing it wrong could mess up a campaign. Think about what I said right back on the top of this episode. Some people are scared they'll look unprofessional. So let's take a look at the right ways to use emojis in your email marketing so that you still remain professional and you increase conversions. Number one, don't overuse them. Avoid putting them in every subject line you send. It'll get repetitive. You'll become the emoji sender. So instead, use them on the emails and inside the messages that you really want your readers to pay attention to on the strongest sales messages and don't use them where they're not needed. Number two, analyze the performance when you use them. 
As we saw from the millennial statistic earlier, the 7 out of 10 millennials prefer to see an emoji, not all audiences are ready to adopt the use of emojis in marketing sent to them. So you should check the performance of your messages with and without emojis to see how your ideal customer responds to seeing emojis. Then you can amend your marketing accordingly. Some companies may perform better without emojis. Some companies may perform better with emojis. So test it and do what works for you. Number three, let's make sure we're using relevant emojis. Don't just throw in an emoji for the sake of having one in the subject line. This could lead to confusing messaging that prevents clicks instead of encouraging them. And that's the opposite of what we want. Number four, don't replace words with emojis. Now, this is probably the easiest mistake I see being made. You've been told that subject lines should be as short as possible, right? So surely replacing that long word with one symbol or emoji is the logical step. Well, no, it isn't. When you remove words from a sentence and replace them with an emoji, some readers are going to have a hard time understanding that message. And most of your readers are just not going to be willing to work to understand, especially when they're being sold to, and especially when that swipe to delete is so easy to do. So you should be using emojis in your subject lines to empower the subject line, not restructure it. Right, now on to point five, avoid emoji overload. Have you ever received an email with three alarm emojis or multiple stars surrounding the subject line? If not, hop on over to your spam or your junk folder. I guarantee you'll find one in there. Apart from the fact that doing this, using those alarm emojis, three of them, six of them, and multiple stars, and although it does draw the attention of the eye, it's a surefire way to end up in your audience's junk or spam folder because it looks spammy. So overloading your headline, your subject line, or the first line of a message with emojis is actually going to deter a click. It's going to deter the conversion and the engagement. So just don't do it. Stick to one emoji per subject line. Now you know what to do and what not to do. What are your next steps? Your action piece for this episode is to try adding an emoji in your next marketing message. Use them in your emails. Try them on social media. Then analyze and see how your audience reacts. Is it boosting engagement? Is it increasing your click-through rate? Think about what your next marketing message is going to be. What are you promoting right now? Or are you launching something new? Think about how an emoji in your headline or subject line could be used as a power-up. And if it can, use it. Thank you for joining me today to learn about emoji use in marketing materials. Don't forget to take action on what you've learned by putting it into practice. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening. If you'd like to learn more about how I can help you improve your marketing efforts and boost your conversions, hop on over to copybean.co.uk and discover how you can hire me to write copy that increases sales, boosts your conversions and makes everything more engaging. If you prefer to learn the skills for yourself, visit copybean.academy to find courses, live workshops and products you can use to expand your knowledge and improve your copywriting skills too. Speak to you again soon.